Hey guys, Shway here with episode four of the No Shway Out podcast. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I originally was going to do a pod right after uh, old Pepsi Phil, a.k.a. CM Punk, came back to Survivor Series, but I decided to wait until after Raw to give my full thoughts. This is just going to be hopefully a shorter pod, just me talking about him, and we'll have some more stuff coming up very soon. Just want to thank everyone for the support, everyone who's recorded a drop. I've appreciated you. Uh, everybody who's supporting, you know, sharing, like, subscribe. Guys, I know it sounds corny and I sound like a broken record, but please do that. And now, without further ado, episode four of the No Shway Out podcast. Enjoy. right into it you know I gotta I wanted to knock this one out I got some other stuff I gotta do today but you know I really wanted to hop on and talk about old Pepsi Phil aka CM Punk guys I'm not gonna lie definitely was feeling some type of way you know shout out rich homie Quan. definitely was feeling some type of way when I seen CM Punk show up at the very end of Survivor Series. Everyone thought it was over. Everyone was like, man, I guess he's actually not coming. The whole uh, War Games match ended. Randy was back. Everyone was happy to see Randy Orton. Old Randell, our truth was back. And then next thing you know, the music hits. The remastered music, but still the music hit. And man, Twitter and social media went abuzz. I'm gonna be honest, guys. My first reaction was William Shatner in Star Trek. Con! I I just, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'm just, I was so mad at Tony for firing him. You know, I know he feared for his life, which I'm still curious what the hell that means. But man, just, my initial reaction was all time ball drop that's how I really felt to choose you know there's obviously a lot that went on between CM Punk and AEW but on paper it looks like man you chose Jungle Boy and the Bucks over him because it's hard to deny you know obviously the Bucks have done a lot of good for AEW I'm not you know it's not my main cup of tea I'm gonna be honest but I respect their uh, their grind I respect what the Bucks have done but man to get CM Punk to come back and just the boost it really gave the company. There was so much momentum before he showed up. You know, AEW looked like it was really rising very quickly. Then they got CM Punk. They were filling out buildings. They had their biggest houses. Things was looking great. And AEW looked like it was in a good place, you know. I realize AEW's never going to overtake WWE. And to be honest, I'm a I'm a fan of both of them, so I don't necessarily need that. I just like having competition and options, and I genuinely enjoy AEW, but man, it's hard not to look at them firing CM Punk as a humongous ball drop. I I am still, you know, I'm still annoyed about it. I'm still upset about it. You know, I'm happy for WWE. I'm happy for the fans who get to see him. You know, he, he actually gets to have a final act in that company so 
I hope it's good. I hope he does well. You know, I'm wishing him nothing but the best. I've heard a lot of people already saying, you know, oh man, I give him a month. I give him two months. And I I don't think that CM Punk's going to fuck this up. That's just my opinion. You know, I'm basing it on nothing. Um, CM Punk, I feel like, is someone who thrives off of passion. Again, I don't know the guy just based off what I've seen. It looks like he's a passionate guy. He really cares about the wrestling industry. He really cares about, quote unquote, doing things right and, you know, doing good business. You know, perhaps he's a little selfish. I see that too, but sometimes you got to be selfish. You know, it's one of those things where if you want to get utilized properly, if you want to be one of the biggest names in the business, you got to be a tad selfish because closed mouths don't get fed. And you're looking at him and... You know, Seth Rollins obviously going crazy. I feel like that was a work, but, you know, there's some truth in there, but I think we'll see them fighting at some point. I bring up the word passion earlier. I'm a person, if you have ever been in one of my streams and one of my breaks, I thrive off of passion as well. I'm someone who's like, I get motivated. I get my energy from it. Um, seeing his promo at the end of Raw I didn't feel the passion. I'm going to be honest. I did not feel the passion. It was very, obviously very similar to the AEW promo he did when he first showed up, minus the whole him leaving sports entertainment and coming back to professional wrestling. He conveniently left that part out. But you see him come out. He's kind of giving me the vibes of a comedian coming out. Not saying that what he's saying was funny, but just in the sense you go see a comedian And they say the jokes that made you love them initially. Or you go see the Rolling Stones or your favorite musician and they're playing the hits that you want to see and you want to hear. So he's saying the stuff, you know, he comes out, he says, I'm back because I love you guys. I'm back because you kept saying my name. I'm back because of this. I'm back because of that. That's all fine and good. I Again, I didn't really feel the passion. It didn't feel as passionate to me as some of the promos he gave in AEW or some of his older WWE stuff. And as much as he said, I came back because I love you guys, the very last thing he said in his promo is, and I quote, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make money. So it's not just because he quote unquote loves us. He wants the money and I ain't mad at him. You know, I want money too, shit. (laughs) Like if WWE and TKO showed up to my house with the Brinks truck, true, I... You know, I ain't mad at him for getting the bag. I just find it funny how he's saying one thing and it felt a lot more scripted. You know, I'm sure that they gave him a little bit more leeway than the average, but it just felt a lot more scripted. It felt a lot more, again, playing the hits. And then after saying all that heartfelt stuff, coming in at the end about wanting to make money, kind of tarnished it a little bit, in my opinion. That's just how I feel. I'm excited to see who he goes against. Obviously, everyone's going to want to see him against Seth Rollins. I think it's a great way to elevate that title, um, especially since it's been looked at as a second-tier championship pretty much since it showed up. Um, We'll see what happens with old Pepsi Phil. But from, you know, all the dream matches that he could potentially have, it looks great. I'm curious to see who they have him go against. I'm curious if he wrestles in Saudi Arabia since he was giving Miz and others so much crap for doing that. We'll see how much crow he ends up eating. You know, how much is he going to do 
of the stuff that he made fun of others for and who is he gonna like who's gonna be his first big feud i'm curious to see who they have him go against i feel like they're gonna hold off on seth because that feels like it could be something special but realistically who is he gonna go against and even his promo on raw you heard people booing so i kind of feel like punk might do a heel run at some point you know he had the uh over the top baby face uh welcome back tour it felt like in aew which you know i was re-watching that mjf or cm punk promo battle where cm punk i'm gonna be honest he got roasted by mjf <laughs> mjf talking about you know it's great to be here in insert city and all that type of stuff and that's literally how it feels so you know a lot of the wwe folks don't watch aew so he redid some of that stuff for them but I kind of feel like he would be best used as a heel. And again, I didn't feel the passion as far as what he was saying. It just, you know, he's saying it. I'm not saying he didn't believe it, but I don't know. There's just something about it, something him coming out, his hair is slightly disheveled. Um, I don't know. It's just, and again, I like both AEWWWE. I watch both. You know, I um, I will say my love as far as the AEW product has waned a little bit given some of the stuff recently, but I still love both. I still watch both. I'm not rooting for him to fail in WWE like I know a lot of other people are. I just didn't feel the passion that kind of drew me towards him. I think one of the things that CM Punk really brings out of people is that passion that a lot of people can't do. He's without a doubt a megastar. You know, anyone who says otherwise isn't watching because no one else is getting that type of pop. So we'll see what happens. I'm hoping for the best. We are going to take an ever so short break. Guys, I told you it's going to be a shorter episode. An ever so short break, and I will be back on my thoughts on AEW right after this. Hey, this is Ed from Team Mortgage and Tired All the Time. Um, when I'm not playing music, I'm absorbing a fuck ton of wrestling content. If you love wrestling content, if you love collecting wrestling, paraphernalia, all sorts, discussing wrestling, culture, media, your feelings about it, how it fills the existential void that you feel every day, you want to get back to the warmth. Do yourself a favor and follow Shway Nostalgia and all the things that he's on. You can watch him breaking cards on whatnot. Uh, you can listen to the Sway Nostalgia podcasts on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from and then he's on all the usual things instagram facebook x twitch just go out and find him hey guys shway here and when i'm not recording podcasts or ripping massive amounts of wrestling cards on whatnot or even hanging with the homies you can find me in the shway nostalgia wrestling facebook group and the shway wrestling network on district guys if you sell collect trade love talking about wrestling anything wrestling or wrestling card related and you're not in our facebook group or the shway wrestling network i'm sorry to tell you you're missing out over 300 people in each group i do breaks on the network as well cheaper than i do on whatnot also a great place to meet other collectors i actually got a nice set of vintage wcw stickers that look fire some cool sting stuff you can literally sell anything wrestling related on the network or in the group, cards, toys, action figures, stickers, uh, merch, literally anything wrestling related, you're welcome. Come hang out, 
join our group chat and meet other collectors guys it's a great place to do it and you know we'd love to have you a part of our community so again join the shway facebook group shway nostalgia wrestling and the shway wrestling network on district use code shway5 in the shway wrestling network for five dollars off your purchase of ten dollars or more your first purchase guys so check it out and thanks for checking out the podcast hey everyone this is raiders jt from whatnot if i'm not admiring this handsome ginger or spending all my money on shway nostalgia breaks i'm listening to the hottest podcast today the no shway out podcast let's go all right guys so we got off the first initial thoughts about him coming back to WWE. I'm excited. I'm curious to see where it goes. Triple H was right. Lord knows where it's going to go. It's going to be exciting, though. I'm really hoping it works out. I'm hoping, you know, again, a lot of people I met and I know who I talked to are saying they think it's not going to last a month. They think he's going to get fired. I feel like CM Punk is super motivated to make this work. You know, even if he's coming back for revenge, which part of me feels like the main reason he's coming back to WWE is to stick it to either Tony, the Bucks, the Elite, AEW, whatever. I don't know. These are all guesses. Where AEW goes from here. Again, I said it earlier. I'll say it again. And I've said it on my stream numerous times. To me, Tony Khan dropped the ball. All-time ball drop. CM Punk, without a doubt, was not only bringing new eyes to the product, but a shitload of money. They had their biggest houses ever with him headlining. They had him, which I don't think they would have sold out Wembley without him. They had him as their headliner on Wembley. The guy was killing it for them. And he made Collision an amazing show. You look at how bad Collision has been since he left. I mean, it's been getting a little bit better recently, but still with him gone, it took a humongous dip. And whether it's ticket sales, ratings, they've definitely taken a dip since he's left. And it's really changed the way people view the company you know when i feel like cm punk before he got there people viewed aew more as a rising company and again i don't think anyone who's a realist if you're a real aew fan a realist or just a wrestling fan general i don't think anybody thinks that aew is ever going to overtake wwe like let's be honest guys wwe's been here for what 100 years now close to it whether it's wwf wwf wwe whatever it's been around for a while they have they're literally like the walt disney of wrestling they have so many characters so much stuff they have such a head start the library blah 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 aew was never going to overtake them but they had momentum moving in the right direction okay they had adam cole they had brian danielson people were getting excited they bring in cm punk the houses were getting packed as hell. Merch was selling like crazy. There was buzz. They were in main event type situations. And what I mean by that is you would see them on TMZ, ESPN, Fortune, all these places normally AEW and wrestling isn't talked about as much. I mean, WWE gets a little bit of love on ESPN and some of the other ones, but they were getting a lot of press on this. So to me, where does AEW go now? Again, I hope at some point I find out and we find out what the hell his life being in danger means. You know, I, I, I don't get how you can't fix that situation. To me, that just proves what a lot of people have been saying that I don't, you know, I'm not saying Tony Khan needs to be removed from certain decisions, like, you know, overall booking, whatever. I think, though, he needs some other people there to help him with some of this stuff. You know, 
they're not going to get Triple H, but just someone under Tony who could help deal with the talent and all this stuff and separate Tony from it a little bit because I don't feel like if there was someone who, you know, was either a wrestler or with fighting experience when or someone who at least was respected, you know, maybe that's why Ric Flair was there. If someone was respected, they wouldn't have gotten into this situation because I just don't understand why the hell you would fire him and keep Jack Perry. Nothing against Jack Perry, but that man will never be close to as relevant as CM Punk. It's it's just a fact. There's no way anyone can ever convince me. I have nothing against the guy. He's a very lucky man for getting to date Anna Jay. You know, nothing against him, but again, I know I'm a broken record. How the hell do you drop the ball on this so bad? Like, seriously, it's terrible. So, I hope AEW moving forward learns from this. I hope that, you know, the product moves in the right direction. I would like them to stop hiring as many of the uh, older folks, you know, having Ric Flair there for multiple years. I mean, maybe they utilize them well. I hope so. But some of these guys, you know, as much as I like Edge, he doesn't really move tickets. Triple H was, wasn't lying in that promo. He's not much of a ticket mover. He's cool. He's nice. I think he's going to help the roster. But I think that AEW, the way to win people over, especially after CM Punk and Jade went, which I'm still not over the Jade part. I'm happy for her, but that's a hard one for them, is they need to figure out a way to develop and keep young talent. So whether that's signing them to longer contracts or whatever that's really how they're going to win people over if they're you know i don't know if they got drew mcintyre who may or may not be a free agent coming up if that's really going to move the needle much i like drew but he's not really a ticket mover either so i like the mariah may signing i like will osprey signing bruv you know it's going to be good he's going to have some great matches but are either of them going to move tickets we will see they need to find a way to get those houses filled they need to find a way to get the excitement back where people are, you know, where AEW is the hot ticket. Where before Punk was there and when Punk was there, AEW was the hot ticket. So I'm hoping, which after CM Punk coming back to WWE, I feel like this is less likely now. I'm hoping Mercedes Monet, aka Sasha Banks, goes to AEW. And I've said that numerous times, but if you're her, after seeing the shit show that happened with CM Punk, you've seen Jade leave, you've seen the booking in general, let alone the women's division, you know, regardless of money, why would you, I, I don't know, why would you go? As much as it hurts me to say that, I just don't, all they could really offer her is more, more money, opportunity for freedom, which I think she may like, and the opportunity to do more so what she wants, but you're looking at WWE and you could have if you're Sasha, you could have the four horsewomen versus damage control coming up at some point, which would be an amazing match. And the women's division right now, too, and WWE is stacked. You know, I having said that, I don't know who's going to beat Rhea eventually. I, I don't want anyone to beat Rhea, to be honest. I'd be fine with her having a Roman Reigns-type reign going on. But if you're Sasha, why would you go to AEW? I want her to go there. It just doesn't make sense. So I'll wrap up with this. Tony Khan, on the off chance you're somehow listening to this, I appreciate you for making AEW. I appreciate everything you've done for wrestling. If it wasn't for you, CM Punk wouldn't be back. WWE has gone on an amazing run since you've shown up. Competition is good for us as consumers. Even if you don't like AEW, it's hard to deny 
that AEW hasn't made WWE step their shit up. It, you can't. You have to admit it. It's true. So I hope AEW can figure it out. I don't want AEW to fall back and become another impact. I don't think that will happen. Hopefully they can figure something out. But there has to be some sort of change at the top. There has to be something different. The only, what is that? They say it's like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So hopefully they can figure it out. Hopefully we can get this forward. But until then, all I can think of is William Shatner. Con! Yeah, guys. Well, that is episode number four. Me ranting and raving about AEW and old Pepsi Phil, a.k.a. CM Punk. Just want to thank everybody for checking out the podcast. If you are still here after everything and you're all the way listening to the end, you're the best. And just know I love you guys. Uh, we're also... Little shout out, I'm going to be doing episode five dropping on Friday. So two episodes in the week, first time happening. Make sure to look out for more drops, like, subscribe, share. Please spread the word, guys. I'd love to do more content for y'all. And make sure to check me out on Whatnot and or the Shway Wrestling Network. Have a great day, guys.